Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. So did you see the story that was just reported about a Trump administration official who served in the job for only four days, from January 16th to January 20th, a guy named Michael Ellis. Let's talk about that. Because smoking out what Donald Trump tried to do to our national security, like justice, matters. Hey all, Glenn Kirshner here. So there's a story that was reported out over the last 24 hours or so that has sort of flown under the radar screen, but I want to spend a few minutes talking about it because I think it has some really important implications for our national security. And I think it's a story we're going to be hearing more about as Joe Biden continues to unearth what Donald Trump was doing inside our federal government. So. Here's the Washington Post headline from, I believe, yesterday. NSA official, NSA National Security Agency, and the NSA official is a guy named Michael Ellis. NSA official, installed as Trump left office, resigns after he was sidelined. So let's follow the bouncing danger to our national security posed by Donald Trump as part of this story. And let's take on a quick timeline. So November 3rd, Donald Trump loses the election in a landslide. Now it would take some time for him to come to grips with that, but he lost the election that was held on November 3rd. Six days later, November 9th, Donald Trump fires the Secretary of Defense, Secretary Esper, and he replaces him with this guy, uh, Chris Miller, as the acting Secretary of Defense. After you lose the election and you're about to leave the White House, why do you replace the Secretary of Defense? Is it really in the name of our national security? So now, that same day, November 9th, The White House wants this guy, Michael Ellis, to be installed as the top lawyer for the NSA, the National Security Agency, which is part of the Pentagon. Here is how that was reported by the Washington Post. The Pentagon General Counsel, under White House pressure, named Ellis in November to lead the NSA's legal department. The move raised concerns among Democrats and national security experts that it was an attempt by the Trump administration to install a loyalist in a sensitive and senior position, one with visibility into the activities of other U.S. spy agencies. So how important 
is the position as the top lawyer of the NSA? Well, you now have visibility into all of the U.S. spy agencies. And after he lost the election, Donald Trump started to insist that he wants this guy, Michael Ellis, in that position. Who is Michael Ellis? 35-year-old young man who is a Donald Trump loyalist and who had been uh, Devin Nunez chief counsel and was one of the officials who reportedly was involved in that, um, let's just say, interesting intelligence sharing um, incident between Nunez and the White House back in, I believe, 2017. You remember the one, Midnight Trips to the White House? Yeah, that's who Michael Ellis is, a 35-year-old young man who also happened to be, of course, the president of his law school's Federalist Society chapter. Hasn't been out of law school that long. So that's who Donald Trump desperately wants to install as the top lawyer at the NSA for the last few weeks of his presidency so Michael Ellis could see inside all of the U.S. spy agencies what could possibly go wrong. Now, there was, I think, some foot dragging, and Michael Ellis didn't get installed in that position right away. Now, there are some legitimate background checks, security clearances, and things of that nature that have to take place, but... It was pretty clear that Donald Trump was growing um, impatient. He wanted Michael Ellis in that job. So on January 16th, just four days before Donald Trump was to leave office, the acting Secretary of Defense ordered the director of the NSA to install Michael Ellis now. In fact, by 6 p.m. today, Saturday, January 16th, install him in the job. That doesn't sound fishy, does it? So the director of the NSA is a gentleman named General Nakasone. And when the acting secretary of defense said, install him in the job now, Um, General Nakasone apparently thought, well, it's not an unlawful order, which any military officer or service member would be obliged to disobey. When I was in the Army in the 80s, I was taught you must disobey an unlawful order. Well, General Nakasone apparently thought it was not an unlawful order, so he installed Michael Ellis in the top lawyer job at the NSA on January 16th, just four days before Joe Biden was sworn in. And then on January 20th, right after Joe Biden was sworn in, General Nakasone put Ellis on administrative leave. Why? Well, here's some of the reporting from the Daily Beast. Ellis was under investigation on multiple fronts, both from the Pentagon's inspector general and a probe of his handling of classified information. But Donald Trump succeeded in getting Michael Ellis in that position where he could see inside all of our intelligence community, all of our um, spy capabilities. And you have to ask yourself why. Why was there a desperate need to get him that four-day inside glimpse 
of what was going on across our intelligence agencies? Was that for national security reasons? Was that to protect the United States national security interests? Is that why Donald Trump installed a Secretary of Defense after he lost the election? Is that why Donald Trump insisted that Devin Nunez, former chief counsel, got that inside glimpse, if only for four days, into all U.S. spy agencies? Folks, this stinks to high heaven. And it's a good thing that Michael Ellis was put on administrative leave the moment Joe Biden was sworn in. And it's a good thing that he has now resigned and will be rid of him. But here's what I believe has to happen. Yes, the Biden administration is clearing out the Trump Deadwood and the nefarious actors from inside our federal government. And I know Joe Biden is trying to repair and rebuild all of the federal government agencies that were so decimated, torn apart, dragged down, disrespected, disassembled by Donald Trump and company. I trust that Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are doing all of that. But there is something that is almost as important as actually rebuilding our federal agencies. It's giving the American people some transparency regarding what you're finding inside Donald Trump's federal government. What did Donald Trump try to do? Why did he make these laughably transparent moves regarding top brass in our military, top officials in our intelligence agency? We need to know. We need to know what the Biden administration is finding inside Donald Trump's federal government. We deserve to know because we want you to fix it, but we don't want you to fix it in secret. So we are not told the truth about what Trump and company subjected us, the American people to, for the last four years, because we have been traumatized, victimized, disrespected, hurt in a very real sense by Trump and company. And the first step on the road to healing is knowing what the heck Donald Trump did to us, how he did it, why he did it, with whom he did it inside his federal government. We deserve that. We need that to heal, to move forward, to make sure that there's accountability, to make sure that there's justice. Because justice matters. It matters. As always, folks, thanks for tuning into these daily videos. If you'd like to support our all-volunteer efforts here and our mission, um, please come on over to patreon.com. You can sign up to become a patron, become a member of Team Justice proper. And if you do, uh, I'll send you some Team Justice stickers and a personal handwritten note of thanks. Thanks for supporting our all-volunteer efforts. Um, but either way, folks, please stay safe. Please stay tuned. And I look forward to talking with you all again tomorrow.